0: Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at... Nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to.
1: By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world, or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey, how How do you do you? Like we do it. Hello, hello. You know what I like that we both did? What? We brought a little torso comfort pillow <laughs> yeah. to our laps. Mine's a
0: pussy. <laughs> Yours is. Yeah. Oh, mine's just smiley face. Your vagina smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll get it if you're on YouTube. Yeah, okay. you wouldn't
1: otherwise. Yeah. I hope. Um, mine's for my, my blotation, uh, <laughs> my cramping and blotation. Ah, uh, I get it. Yes.
0: Sometimes yeah. a little pressure is just so helpful. Uh huh. I know. It's so helpful. I'm actually in pelvic PT right now. Oh yes. Um, because I've noticed and I don't, I have no real words to describe it. So my poor PT who mm-hmm. just had to hear me ramble about it. <laughs> um, but I feel like, I feel like pressure. In my vulva towards the end of the day, okay, and it's really frustrating. And so the only way that helps is if I like hug a pillow, and bring it really close to my body. That's not what I'm doing right now because it's not quite that time of day. Um, <laughs> if you've experienced this, uh huh, I'm there with you.
1: I get, I, I kind of know the feeling you're explaining because I think I get that sometimes at the start of my period, mm-hmm. where it feels like my vagina has dropped and or gained a few pounds. Yeah,
0: it's like it's. Not painful. No. It just doesn't feel normal. Yeah, and it's frustrating. It's more frustrating than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. And so that's just right. Yeah. Um, that was not what I planned on saying. I was going to say, then. "Was that your thing?" Because I know you. That have a wasn't thing. my thing. My thing was this thought I had when I was in the shower the other day, okay. thinking about my wish for my husband. Um, my wish for my husband, if that is, is that, if he is ever walking on the street and a TikToker comes up to him and says, "Can you please point out the different parts of a vulva, or can you tell me where the clitoris is?" That he is not a dumb fuck and points to the wrong thing. That, that, that is my really one wish for my husband.
1: Were you just thinking of like wishes
0: in general in life or you were just- That one just popped in. <laughs> just Cause, like, Cause I had seen a lot of those that day uh-huh. of like, where's the clitoris? Where's the vagina? What is this flap? And like people just saying the most random shit. And I get it. We have poor sex education. Mm-hmm. I get it. And I'm not blaming those people. Kind of I am. Kind of. Kind of. Just a little bit. Uh When they say it with extreme confidence, like when a man says it with extreme confidence that that is the clitoris and it is like the butthole... (laughs) That's when I'm judging. Like, don't uh-huh. have the confidence, then. Don't have the confidence. Comp- don't, yeah. You don't Question, deserve that at ask. all. ask. And it also shows that, like, they're not willing to ask. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you don't know, just literally say, I actually don't know where that is. Can you show me? They just want to shoot their shot. Exactly. Assume they're right. Exactly. But my wish for my husband is that he never fucks up one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and that if I ever see him fuck up one of those, ever instant divorce. TikTok? Oh, my God. There was <laughs> yeah. a guy next to me on a plane once
1: and he was playing one of the plane games and it was trivia and it was like just like anatomy trivia uh-huh. and it was like how many x chromosomes do women have and then he like stared at this multiple choice for a long time and if this were me and it was a question i didn't know i would have just exited out of the yeah. game immediately cuz it's embarrassing i'm assuming people are watching not me watching me not know yeah. and then he goes one and it's like no oh no <laughs> it was really funny that's not supporting learning i do <laughs> But I get it. So when they get things wrong mm-hmm. about anatomy in your body, you're
0: like, ugh. It's like just say it. My you don't God. Know. Yeah, just say <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I don't like those kinds of TikTok. Like, I like watching them, but they also make me angry. I also don't like the ones that like ask them questions about their partner. Like, when's your partner's birthday? And they're like, I don't know. It's like you fuck. Ew. You dumb fuck. That's really upsetting. That's so rude. I would cry. Maybe they're staged. I don't know. Maybe but- they thought they're being funny. Yeah, it's not funny, and it would ruin my marriage. <laughs> well, you know what goes
1: along with that? Educating yourself and knowing what's uh, out there is today's episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I uh, just strolled right. I bridged the gap of the divide you were causing. Yes. It was embarrassing for you. Yeah.
0: So I just had to create a little walking bridge. Thank you for building that and brick your by story brick. to today's episode. So here we are on the other side of that bridge. Uh, Today's episode with Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, all about birth control. So this is a topic we've been asked about for a really long Long time. time. Um, Honestly, I'm going to be honest with my perspective on it. I thought like, eh, maybe it's a little too basic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't super excited to do this topic. I know it's really important though, Mm -hmm. but oh my Fucking God, the yeah. second. I, I've always loved Dr. Lincoln. That was not a reflection of like my <laughs> feelings around I, like, the got topic a hint of her personality. <laughs>
1: yeah, Dr. I was told. Lincoln
0: is incredible, <laughs> incredible. But like, we go into like debunking myths and misconceptions, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of myths and misconceptions yeah. around birth control. Mm
1: hmm. Well, I think, cause we both came from this perspective of having a hard time with hormonal birth control. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit it, I felt all high and mighty feeling like I know that hormones are bad for your body. Yeah, and I like, that's why I don't have hormonal birth control. Like I didn't say that shit to you guys when I was doing the IUD episode. That's how I felt. Yeah, And that was a dick ass move of my part. So I am so happy. We talked to Dr. Lincoln today about birth control, and it's just, it's not fair. Different things work for different bodies.
0: I, yeah, I was right with your dick ass right you there. Did. Dick <laughs> ass personality. Um, yeah. And I think what's really cool about Dr. Lincoln's perspective is, like, there is really room for all of it, and whatever right. works for your body is what works for your body. Like, if you're into hormone balancing, going along yeah, with spoiler your Spoiler alert, cycle, whatever works for your body yeah. works for your body. Yeah. Um, like, fucking go off. There are aspects of that that I still love after, mm-hmm. you know, doing this interview. But I think it's a really important perspective to take into account. And there is just so much shit, so much shit that is spouted. not fucking true. So mm-hmm. I'm so happy.
1: Um, we got to talk to Dr. Lincoln today.
0: Yes. And Dr. Lincoln also introduced us to this really cool resource called Bedsider. Um And we got to connect with them a little bit. So here is a little clip from them introducing what they are. Bedsider.org is an online birth control support network operated by Power to Decide, the campaign to prevent unplanned pregnancy. We think you have the right to a healthy, happy sex life without worrying about unplanned pregnancy. You can make that happen by taking an active role in your reproductive health, and we can help. We hope that Bedsider will be a useful tool for folks to learn about their birth control options, better manage their birth control, and in the process, Avoid getting pregnant until and if they're ready. One day, we hope everyone has the power to join us in saying,
1: Thanks, Birth Control. And if that wasn't enough of a selling point as to why you need to check out Bedsider, here's another. They are so cool that they let us let you engage in a giveaway.
0: <laughs> let us let, let you. you
1: engage in a a giveaway.
0: There was no smoother way to put
1: that. Uh They gave us a box full of awesome swag from Mm -hmm. Bedsider that we are able to give to you, our listeners, if and only if you share this episode to your stories on Instagram and tag us. That's Mm -hmm. the only way we'll see it, that's the only way we'll know, and the only way you will be entered. Or a box of swag.
0: Yeah, if you wanted like a grid post, you're more than welcome to if you want us to Correct. be there forever. Forever and ever. Forever but tag and us ever. is the yeah. point. Tag us. We in
1: this episode. Yes. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to hear what's next.
0: Yeah. So Ooh. without further ado,
1: <laughs> without further ado, <laughs> Dr. Lincoln.
2: Dun, dun, dun. I am Dr. Jennifer Lincoln. I'm a board certified OBGYN. I'm an author. I'm an educator. I'm on social media and I'm in Portland, Oregon, working as an OB hospitalist um, and doing a lot of things outside of the hospital too. So it's super fun and I'm so thrilled to be here.
1: Amazing. Well, we're so excited to have you here. Yes, and we we're excited to talk to you about a long awaited topic that I feel like Cass and I have been talking about for forever, but waiting for the right person to address. And we want to talk about birth control, birth uh-huh. control options, how it affects us, you know, what, what we can do with it in our systems, in our life, all of the above. So can we maybe start with some myths and misconceptions around birth control?
2: Yeah. So like, how many hours do we have? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) There are so many, and I feel like it's, it's something very unique to birth control because you just don't hear like, side effects of viagra or you know other yeah. medications it's really very specific to birth control which i think there's a lot of reasons for that mm-hmm. um but there's a ton of there's a ton of misinformation um i mean maybe we can just start with like what's kind of like hot topic right now obviously is abortion and reproductive rights there's a lot of misinformation that some people think that birth control causes an abortion specifically the iud mm-hmm. um and that's like totally not true at right. all but it's definitely something that people have this hypothetical idea that maybe it could, and then they want to use that as a reason to legislate away access to some kinds of birth control. So that's a little, that's a little shady. as the suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think just in general, there's a huge misunderstanding of how it works, what it does. And then there's just this whole backlash against birth control um, and this idea that it's unnatural. I think that's the biggest thing, which is so unique considering when birth control came out in the 1960s. It was seen as like this revolutionary thing, like this thing that gave us freedom. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine living in a world where you didn't have access to good birth control and then all of a sudden it existed. Like oh mm-hmm. yeah. geez, you know, right. and now it's like we've gone back in the other direction where we're like, no, no, it's evil, it's it's not natural. Mm-hmm. It's gonna kill you, get off of it. And I think the biggest thing to understand is that birth control is neither good for everybody or bad for everybody or wonderful or horrible. It's like, it, it depends what works for you, individualized for you, just taking into account what your goals are. So it's, it's, there's not a one size fits all. So these huge myths and misconceptions, um, they're just not nuanced. And so they, they're always wrong. Cause they're never, they're never specific, which I think is really the key here that it's about what is right for you.
1: Right. Is it then the same with the idea that it's harder to get pregnant if you've been on birth control?
2: Okay. So that's a great one. So yeah, talking about that's a huge myth that birth control will leave you infertile. And I joke with people, I'm like, it does, it causes infertility while you're using it. And then it stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool when you're using it. Um, but no, so we have lots and lots of good data. And I think that something people forget, and I don't expect them to know this because most people don't dive into this level of research when it comes to something, but birth control is extremely well-studied. It's probably one of the most well-studied medications that we have out there. Oh, wow. um, and for good reason, because you know it's important that we make sure that it's safe. Um, so no, there is, they've looked at people who use no birth control, and then people who did use birth control, all different kinds, and looked at how many of them got pregnant one year later. So either one year after stopping birth control or just one year having mm-hmm. unprotected sex. The pregnancy rates were exactly the same. So there's absolutely no cause of infert- infertility the only one that's sort of like a temporary like is the depo provera shop that can take you a bit longer it can actually take you up to a year for your cycles to come back mm-hmm. that's normal we know that that's why if you want to use a birth control method and then be able to get pregnant right away as soon as you stop it that's probably not the, the best method for you because it takes a little while mm-hmm. to get out of your system but all the others your fertility is right back to your baseline so and and i also sometimes what like blows people's minds is that Some of them are actually protective of your fertility because let's say you get pregnant Mm -hmm. and you have an ectopic pregnancy, Mm -hmm. that actually then you have to have your ovary removed. That's going to affect your future fertility. But if you're on birth control and your chance of even getting pregnant is lower, that's actually protecting you. Mm -hmm. And the IUDs, one of the ways that they work is they thicken the cervical mucus, so they're like a little roadblock. So things like not just sperm can get up there, which is wonderful. We love that. But they also block out potentially some infectious causing bacteria and viruses. So things that could lead to inflammation in the fallopian tubes could lead to infertility actually can't get in there. So I like to turn it on its head and be like, actually, it might be the other way around, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter how many times I say this, you guys, people still think it and that myth, I feel like it will never die. So I'll just like keep making TikToks about it like every yeah. three months and we'll be good. Right.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like, cause that's the only argument I've heard with birth mm-hmm. control and with getting on birth control or staying on it. It's like, yeah. But I mean, you're going to risk potentially if you want kids, you know, Mm. having a harder time and you really got to plan for that. And it's like, I'm literally on birth control to not have a child. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it doesn't matter. Your
2: eggs, like they're doing their thing, they only have so long the lifespan. They are going to be there to be used or not. It's not like they like sit in the freezer while you're Mm. on birth control and either like are better. You know, when you get off it and there's more of them, or they're destroyed at a higher rate, it's like it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. it just does not matter. So, I know that it's just one of those like it just won't die that myth. And it doesn't matter if you've been on birth control for 10 minutes or 10 years, it's the exact same thing. Right. Um, maybe one day we'll get there if we start yeah. like teaching right. medically accurate, comprehensive sex education in schools. You know, we can dream, mm-hmm. a,
0: girl can dream. <laughs> a girl can dream. You are <laughs> blowing my mind because I'll be I the first that. to admit. So much of the content I've consumed over the past couple of years has been demonizing birth control. And I've gotten to a point where I am terrified of hormonal birth control. Mm -hmm. And I've tried multiple hormonal birth controls. I was put on birth control pills at like 13 for acne Mm -hmm. and bad periods. And so I want to get into that a little bit as well. But like, I have had so many like struggles with hormonal birth control mm-hmm. that like I'm just terrified of it at this point. But it's like yeah. that's the only perspective that I am consuming. Right. And right. hearing you talk about like I am a re- like a trained researcher. <laughs> so hearing you talk about research, I'm like, oh my God. Like how can I go against like things I'm literally trained in. I right. know right. that like Me, it's so hard
2: when you're served that content and all you hear, right? It's like the Yelp reviews. It's either it's amazing mm-hmm. Or it's terrifying. And it's never like the vast majority of people who are like, it's, it's cool, you know, I'm right. fine. Or, you know, this pill didn't work for me. So I switched to the ring and it's great. But the stuff you see on TikTok, the stuff that goes viral, which annoys mm-hmm. the crap out of me. You know, it's all the stuff that birth control will make you depressed. You'll lose your sex drive, you'll gain weight, you'll oh, you'll develop cancer, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, inf- infertility, you won't pick the right partner. Like, I don't Jesus know, Christ. like climate change, like everything Yeah. <laughs> <control. laughs> And I say that because I'm like, yes, of course, individually, we should talk about all these potential things for you, but it gets blown out and it's always put out there by people who have no medical training, Mm -hmm. who use their N of one. So as a research, you know, like one person's experience, it's totally valid for you, Mm -hmm. but not to generalize it. Right. And then it's people who don't know how to present the data correctly. Like I'm sure you've seen like birth control causes breast cancer. Like that's a huge one out there that I see. And technically that's true. It's like one extra case of breast cancer in about 8,000 people. And if you're younger than 35, it's one extra case in about 50,000 people. So if for you, that's like just too much, that's scary, then of course, don't take it. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the risks of like what we do every day, like that's actually a pretty low increased risk. And what they always never tell you is that it also significantly decreases your risk of ovarian cancer colorectal cancer and cancer of the uterus like those are always just left out like sometimes we literally put people on birth control to prevent cancer of the uterus and so but that's that's not hot and sexy right that doesn't like go viral so instead it's birth control will give you cancer you know it's listed as a carcinogen yeah cool so is sunlight but we don't stay in our basements all day because of it there's a way how to use it safely there's risks there's education um and so often social media like that that doesn't and, it doesn't doesn't right? and, just, right. and then all this misinformation stays up and that's why I'm on there and I have a job. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've totally been,
1: um, the person to be like, well, my experience with hormonal birth control and mm-hmm. then be preaching like the bad word against hormonal birth control, because mm-hmm. I have had, um, friends, you and I included mm-hmm. that, that have, like had poor experiences on hormonal birth control, mm-hmm. but again, that doesn't mean that that's everyone's experience. Right. And I've had people right. talk to me about how it's like completely changed their lives. And, yeah. right, you know, I, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you speak I think from what it's you just, know. But,
2: it's like you said, your experience is valid for you. And it doesn't mean the term that I think it's thrown around a lot. And I think it's used incorrectly is gaslighting because people will say, well, you're gaslighting those people who have bad experiences. And not at all. Again, your experience is valid for you, but we can't use everybody's personal experience as a point of counseling when it comes to understanding risks and benefits. Just like for me, I've had four IUDs and I love my IUDs. I will go into the grave with my (laughs) IUD. That's how much I love it. That doesn't mean they're right for everybody. And it doesn't mean that just because mine was awesome, if somebody had a bad experience, I'm going to be like, well, that's not true because mine was fine. Like same thing on the flip side. So it's just about understanding, personalizing it. Taking everything with a grain of salt. And what I am most concerned about in a post-row America is the number of people who continue to put out really bad, non-evidence-based fear-mongering content about birth control now more than ever i'm like you guys right
1: this is like have
2: you read the room like this is not how Mm -hmm. we should
0: be doing it right now Um,
2: it's so scary it's so scary and people are like well it's not natural and i'm like lots of things are natural like arsenic and covid and like we don't love those just (laughs) because something's
0: natural doesn't mean it's good right like arsenic and covid
1: (laughs) i have one more um myth that unless you were going to
0: the only thing you're just you keep blowing my mind, <laughs> like the connections that you're making between talking about like the revolution that was birth control and mm-hmm. now yeah. really going backwards. And I feel like we ask the question a lot like, well, how did we get here? Like, how did we lose this? And it's like yeah. kind of no fucking wonder yeah. we're here mm-hmm. when we're talking about like birth I don't know. We're going against the things that got us to where we are now. Yeah, and that's and also scary.
2: People, like let's. It's also really important to understand that birth control came from a kind of a not a great place, right? Mm-hmm.
0: The people yes. who it was studied
2: on, the way it was done. There's a lot of bad juju there. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about uh, racial things, you know, people in Central America, like we can totally own that. And, and be like, that's not cool. And we can also own that we're here now and birth control is what is a life-saving medication for a lot of people, just like insulin. And you do not hear like the all natural crowd being like, not big insulin, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's just, it's just, and I think that a lot of it is, is really, it's about um, patriarchal control of women. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a, there's, it's a mystery that people we are seen as women, we're not supposed to get pregnant. We're not supposed to need birth control, right? Only sluts need that. Just keep your legs closed. I mean, I see those comments every day on my social media when I'm talking about abortion or birth control um, coming from men or coming from women who just, you know, it's purity culture. So birth control is already seen as this, like, extra thing that only bad girls need. Mm -hmm. And they ignore the fact that we need it, like, for treating bad periods or endometriosis or cancer prevention. They don't care about that. That's expendable same thing in the abortion debate about you know like rape and incest whatever like how often does that happen so mm-hmm. it's really it's about control and I think it's another way of doing that and the thing that breaks my heart is when I see women doing this to other women mm-hmm. especially right. these like hormone experts like you know they're like well I'm selling this supplement and it's made by a woman and I'm like you it is even more gross when women are putting out crap for other women it's bad mm-hmm. enough when the men did it but now to like be doing it to our own like right. it's not empowering it's even worse but right um, but yeah, so it's knowing how to recognize what's not, what's reliable, what's not, which can be really hard mm-hmm. you're on TikTok or elsewhere, or you've just never been given the language to know or to ask like, Hmm. What's your background? What, you know, Mm -hmm. what is good data? It's really hard. Totally.
1: Well, in that point too, about Viagra, it's like the slut propaganda goes to women who are Mm -hmm. trying to not get pregnant, but it doesn't go to men who are trying to like have more erections. Like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah.
2: Like we have been on the commercials, right? How many Viagra commercials we've we've seen for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. Or mail order Viagra insurance always covers it. But heaven forbid you say vagina, like, oh my Mm. God, you know, but yet everybody, but we just, we love erections in this country. We just don't like what (laughs) it could lead to. And somehow that's our fault. Right. hmm, Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) But that totally
1: reminded me of, of that feeling when you would pick up your birth control at a pharmacy and like that little twinge of shame Mm -hmm. that you would Uh feel when Mm -hmm. you were like, thank you. And I don't know that, like, I never really marked it as feeling a little like.
2: shamey not necessarily from the
1: person handing it to me but just society in general and yeah, i remember
2: going down to the county clinic and getting my little bag of free birth control and i walked out feeling like it's like oh my god they're gonna think i'm just the biggest whore like you know and i also used to hate going to the store and buying tampons too which is hilarious Mm -hmm. as a gynecologist now like that was another thing you know you'd pick out like which cashier was like a female Uh and young Mm -hmm. And you'd like hide
1: it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd sandwich it between like salami and your exactly. bread. <laughs>
2: exactly. I know, A tampon sandwich. sandwich. I know. Totally. And salami. Like I love what you want there. Like, yes. <laughs> yes it just makes sense. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's all the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last um, myth that I was thinking of um, is it not being good for your body because it stops your periods. And hearing that the period that you do have on birth control isn't
2: a real period. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Mm -hmm. why I, those are two awesome ones. I love that. So the, so let's just start with the, like, it's not a real period. Mm -hmm. Some people are really obsessed with that. They're like, this is not a period. Stop calling it that. And I'm like, what is a period, but a withdrawal bleed. It's a bleed when your hormone levels go down, whether those are your own or hormones, you know, what we call exogenous hormones, hormones that you take from, from birth control. It's the same exact physiologic process in terms of your uterus goes, oh, bummer. There's not a baby here. No progesterone to support it. And then you have a period. So whatever you want to call it, I'm like, it's like, you know, saying, I don't know, like any other two words that are related, but like, it (laughs) kind of means the same thing. And I'm like, your body doesn't give a shit. Like it's the same thing. (laughs) Um, And then the first one of like, it's, you know, the fact that it's like not natural or good for your body to not have a period. Well, remember we've never menstruated this much in like history because we've never lived this long and um, most of the times we start we, know, we got married we were, like 14 we started popping out babies every year and then we died like usually during childbirth like the age of 25 or 30. So we have never menstruated more in our lives. Um so it's kind of it's kind of a new phenomenon that we're having this many periods. Mm-hmm. And it, it's um, it's okay, because actually every time you have a period is what puts you at risk for ovarian cancer. It's because that egg bursts, and that follicle has to fix itself, and stuff can go wrong there. That's why when you take birth control for five years, you decrease your risk of ovarian cancer by 20%, and that accumulates for every five years that you take it, and that protection lasts after you stop the birth control, as opposed to the breast cancer risk that we talked about. That goes away, um, you know, right after you, after you stop taking it, but the protected protection part actually persists when it comes to other cancers. So, um, once again, like you know, natural isn't always good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we know too that the most dangerous thing the majority of us people with eaters will ever do in our lives is give is is give birth. Right? Uh, it's extremely dangerous, and it's not. I'm not out here to say that the vast majority of people do fine. Of course they do, but if you want to talk about danger, and what's one of the most natural things you can do, you know, get pregnant and have a child. Um, that's the riskiest time of your life. And especially when you talk about things like blood clots, because people will say birth control causes blood clots. Absolutely, it raises your risk. But when you compare it to pregnancy and postpartum, it's a fraction of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just important to, to again, have a full conversation, which a lot of people, when they're trying to sell you, they're like natural detox, supplement, whatever. They don't tell you that part. Right. Damn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have another myth wah, wah. question. <laughs> and this one, like, I don't really want to ask it because it makes me nervous because it's something that I've really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea of hormone balancing, um, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. something that I've consumed a lot of over the past yes. couple of years. And this idea, yeah. like, that's very anti-birth control. I would say at least mm-hmm. everything I've consumed in that realm is very oh, totally. much like, yeah. get the oh, yeah. fuck off the pill. You're ruining yeah. your yes. life mm-hmm. and your body. Yes. And I also think, like, it is, it feels really comforting because it's like, Mm -hmm. here's what's wrong. This is going to fix every aspect of your life. Your sleep, it's going to fix that. Mm -hmm. Your body, it's going to fix that, like, air quotes around that. Totally. Mm -hmm. All of those things, all of your health problems, everything. This is why those things are happening because you're meant to live in rhythm with this thing. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code Doomi at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O S E A malibu.com and use code D E W M E for 10% off.
2: Yeah, no, totally. And you are so not alone. I mean, I see so <laughs> much hormone balancing stuff on TikTok mm-hmm. and I always stop and I'm like, what do I mean? Because I don't know what the hell I mean when they say that, because the normal, like you said, it's not like our, we fluctuate, right? We have different levels of estrogen, progesterone, you know, all the time. And certain ones are higher than others, depending on where you're at in your cycle. Um, But this idea that like, you know, let's talk like Jolene Brighton. I don't know if you've ever consumed any of her content. She drives me bananas um, because she sells her book and she talks about like all these protocols and supplements and diets and the method and the whatever. And it's not based on any good science Um, because if it was like we would be talking about that. But this idea that there's like estrogen dominance or progesterone dominance, like And trust me, I have contacted all my friends who I've trained with, people on social media who were like actual physicians and Mm -hmm. fertility specialists. And I'm like, did I miss the day in training when we were talking about estrogen dominance? Because everybody's obsessed with it. And I don't know what the hell it means. And the answer is that it's not a real thing. Like, it's just, you go and you take these quizzes and they're like, well, if you're bloated this day and you have a headache this day, then you're in this dominant state and you need to eat these seeds. And it's really... At the end of the day, what it's about is if you if you do what you're supposed to do, like you eat your fruits and your vegetables and you get good fiber and you exercise, like you're probably going to live longer and, and your hormone levels are probably going to be what they should be. Mm-hmm. But taking birth control to like either suppress terrible cycles or to not get pregnant um, is actually a much more consistent state than the enormous fluctuation you're going to have when you are pregnant. And if what people are really talking about is... I guess the only real imbalance I can think of, which is like polycystic ovarian syndrome or you're not, or some other sort of mm-hmm. an ovulatory state, you should get to the bottom of what that actually is, as opposed to labeling it. But this like weird diagnosis mm-hmm. that nobody who practices medicine uses that terminology. So I think it's a lot of woo woo. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of Joanne Bright and it's a lot of Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a lot of like, they're out there to sell you something. And I think that's the biggest thing to note. Are they selling you a program, a book, a supplement, a detox, a cleanse, a master class, a whatever. Um, because if they are and they can't give you good references or resources, and they're not actually trained in that, those are huge red flags. Um, but we see this all the time. Um, I've seen these like cycle sinking nutritionists that's my favorite. I don't what on the hell with that. Um, and to make it so complicated, right? I feel like as women, we're always told all these things we're supposed to do, right? Right. Um, you know, you pee after sex just in case. Do this just in case. It's all these just in cases, and they all add up. And like, please stop telling me that I have to eat chia seeds in a mm-hmm. certain time of my cycle in order, to like, maximize my sex drive or my whatever. Like, it's just if it was evidence based, we would we would be talking about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's a lot of woo woo.
0: Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your response on that. And what you were saying about it being complicated, it is so complicated. Mm -hmm. This list of foods that you eat at this certain time, but like, you know, this part of your period is only five days. So you're going to have to go grocery shopping again at this point. And it's Mm -hmm. like, as somebody who has struggled with disordered eating, nothing has been more triggering than trying to cycle sync my nutrition.
2: I 100% (laughs) think that. And this is exactly why I get so angry, is it preys on people's vulnerability. What it's really based out of is... And I'm sure you felt this way that you didn't feel heard by your doctor or your healthcare mm-hmm. team. You're like, nobody's listening to me. And I 100% think that's a problem. And I totally, the blame is on us. The blame is on the insurance industry that lets us have 12 minutes with patients. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. But the solution is what, what came out of it is the extreme, right? Like these, you know, well, I'll listen to you. I'll take care of you. It's where a lot of naturopathic medicine has. I think started out in really good intentions and it went a little crazy. And this isn't the first time we've seen this. I mean, you go back and Google like snake oil and you remember like in the thirties and forties, you know, these people would be going around and they'd sell these, these um, elixirs and it would fix everything. Right. Like, and we laugh at that. We're like, Oh my God, they thought that drinking that this is the <laughs> exact same shit. Just in a really cute bottle mm-hmm. with some awesome Gen Z marketing. And now they have an Instagram account. Like it's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's preying on fears And the problem is we need to do a better job listening, meeting people where they're at, educating so that people don't feel like, well, the only other solution I had was to go see somebody else who's, yes, their office is amazing. Our appointments, I get free tea, I get a massage, (laughs) they listen to me, they actually know who I am. Mm -hmm. I would fall, I would go for it too. I get it. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they like took it and they ran and they're loaded. They make so much money off of this because they doesn't, it's not covered by insurance. One of the biggest things we hear is, well, you're in big pharma's pocketbook. And I was like, God, I wish like, my loans. You don't know. <laughs> Please. You don't I fucking wish. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. And also you can look all this stuff up and see how much people get paid. And I mm-hmm. think I got $200 in the past five years, but whatever. <laughs> um, they It's cash only. They make so much money. They, it's, oh, my God. So much money. And so when people are like, <laughs> big pharma, absolutely big pharma is screwed up. Um, but big natural, and big hormone, a big supplement um, is is so messed up because it preys on people just like you said. And it makes me so angry because I have gotten so many messages from people who are like, I stopped my birth control because I saw this TikTok. And now I can't go to school because I'm bleeding all over the place. Or worse yet, now they're pregnant and then they can't get an abortion. Like, I just think it's so irresponsible. Let people make decisions for themselves. What's best for them? Give them good information. Don't scare them into one or the other. Right. You know, it's just, it's so bad. And they have no, they won't get sued. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have to deal with it, right? They don't right. have to deal with the consequences because they're not positioned. So they can sell their program and then they can just go on. I don't know how they sleep at night. I really don't.
1: That is a completely different um, view than I've heard. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's just it's just so trendy right now. Mm-hmm. That like is. You it only is. hear yeah. people like doing the te- oh yeah the temperature method too we I want to mm-hmm. get into different types of yeah, birth yeah. control um after this but yeah like the temperature method the hormone mm-hmm. balancing method you know all of those things and yeah it, it is a scare tactic in a way mm-hmm. um where yeah. you do hear like are you tired of
0: the, you know your mom hating you you should <laughs> go <Right. on." laughs> you should probably work on that in your ovulatory phase <laughs> exactly yeah. Probably shouldn't <laughs> talk to her. The hell her. <laughs> yeah. In. Also, know. don't yeah.
1: move
2: during these three weeks yeah. because right. it's bad for right. your cycle. So, right. don't make any left-handed turns. Car right. like accident. I know. Could you imagine? Oh my god! And I will say the fertility awareness method, um which I think can be a great method for people if mm-hmm. they do it right. And I made a YouTube video about it, and I want to say it's like twenty minutes long. Like it's not short because it's not just like check your temperature and it's mm-hmm. cool right. like. Gotta, there's a lot you need to do to do it correctly and if you do it correctly it can work really well but it's not for everybody mm-hmm. um and the fact that they're like they're the people who are talking about it and are like this works for everyone or you should just do that like it's so the it's so weird because you're like wait so you don't want the birth control pill to be one- size fits all but you're saying this will work like no mm-hmm. and again it, it's weird that trends every few months mm-hmm. um and it's so weird that it popped up right after Roe fell I'm like really y'all this this was the help to die on right now, but right. still tell people
0: to go <laughs> <do> to this <laughs> like, ah, no get a lockdown, a good, really good, easy method. Right now. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. not easy. I've tried the fertility mm-hmm. awareness method, like through mm-hmm. natural cycles, I think was the brand that I use. And yeah. I've heard yeah. great They're things about natural FDA cycles. Clear. They're yeah. Free, yes. Yes. But mm-hmm. I will say you have to take your fucking temperature. Like you can't get up yeah. and go to the bathroom and then come back oh. and take your temperature. You can't like,
2: like fart the wrong way. No. it's like <laughs> so, Literally. Oh God, yes. It has to
0: be so fucking perfect. Yeah. And I as the way my brain works i couldn't do it it did not right. work for me i think i had like one day where i maybe did it right and it was yeah. like this just isn't for me i, right. I know that they right. paired up with like aura ring which like you oh yes. automatically yeah. does it which is mm-hmm. really cool yeah, so that's a very cool advance yeah i will give them that for that's sure. something yeah. i hope to try in the future yeah but that's a very mm-hmm. expensive investment mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. fertility oh, awareness it sure is. is not it just sure like this is. accessible no. easy it's free because you just take your temperature it's not fucking right. easy well let's be real who wouldn't majority
2: of these people making these TikToks, right? They are white, um, usually pretty well-to-do, middle-class or above, very privileged women who are like, mm-hmm. well, of course, you can check our time Like, you know, how about mm-hmm. the people who, like, work night shift or already have two kids, they have to get up in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, like, don't have regular cycles. Yeah, you're going to buy, like, a real, that ring is expensive. Yeah. Really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, So like, it's very privileged to think that because something might work for you, it's going to work for somebody else. And for those that it works awesome, but like, don't think that it's just so simple, you know, it's really hard. I I can do it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm way too forgetful to do anything like that and oh, then yeah. this is dealing with well, pregnancy because
2: I, I, yes. I was forgetting to take my pills mm-hmm. on night shift as a resident i was like now would be the worst time to get pregnant and so two days later i was like you put that thing up and, like, let's call it a day we cannot let's <laughs> call it a fucking day <laughs> exactly I was like, not today well
1: then let's dive into different types of birth control mm-hmm. and um we talked about hormonal. I would also like to know if the non-hormonal has all of these same great mm-hmm. benefits. So, yeah, let's go into the different types of birth control. we Yeah. Can use.
2: So I think, you know, it's a really, it's really good to break it down into that, like hormonal and non-hormonal mm-hmm. and, Um, my favorite website to get information from not being paid by these people is bedsider.org. They really have a, I just love how graphic it Mm -hmm. is. Not that makes it sound like it's pornographic, (laughs) but how visual visual. it is. I should say. Yes. yes. We were just
1: looking at it before this. Don't log on.
2: Yeah. But it's just so easy because you can pick different methods and you can compare them based on efficacy, how they work, how private they are, what they cost, if you need to do anything. So I love that. So if you're thinking how do I start? I think that's a great place to go. Mm-hmm. And I would back up actually and say, the first thing you should think is like, are you done having kids or you don't ever want to have kids? Cause if you are sure 110% sure then doing something permanent, like getting your tubes tied or if you're a guy getting a vasectomy, those are awesome. Please do not consider them reversible. Like TikTok is obsessed with vasectomies right now. And they're like, well, you can just get them reversed. It doesn't always work. And insurance doesn't cover it. It's like, it's, like, it's a really difficult surgery. Imagine trying to suture back together, like two spaghetti noodles. And, like, hoping that that works and that mm-hmm. sperm, you know, transmits through them. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you want something that works but you don't want something permanent, then doing the hormonal versus non-hormonal, you know, kind of separating it there, I think is helpful. And when we're talking about non-hormonal methods, the most effective is the copper IED. Um, it's a set-it-and-forget-it method. It's good for up to 12 years. Um, the only little about it is that you do have to go in and have a procedure to have it placed, and your periods can be heavy or a little more painful if you're already prone to that. So that's oftentimes one of the number one reasons people will discontinue it. But for people who like it, like they love it. And so hormones and, again, all these things, fertility right back to baseline. And then you've got your other things, your barrier methods, like internal condoms, external condoms, diaphragms. Um what else? Cervical caps. Um, the withdrawal method. Which don't do that. It work that well.
1: <laughs> My PE yeah. teacher oh. was like talking to us about like sex ed. Mm-hmm. He's like, the withdrawal mm-hmm. method does not work.
2: That's how I got okay. him, and pointed yep. to his kid. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: It's just like, uh, okay. no, so if, you're,
2: if you're a female, you're putting your trust in your partner, and right, like, I'm sorry. In that moment of heat, like, do you really trust them? To, yeah, you know, like, just it's you know, and that's why having plan B or Ella, an emergency contraceptive on hand, is always a good idea. But that's a topic for another day, and then when it comes to um. Hormonal methods, there's a lot, and that's why I can feel overwhelming, and that's why I think going through something like Bedsider and comparing them can be super helpful because you've got pills, you've got patches, you've got rings, you've got injectables, IUDs, arm implants. Out of all the hormonal kinds, the um, the IUD and the arm implant are the most effective uh, with a failure rate, meaning to get pregnant of like less than 1%. So that's amazing. That's like as good as getting your tubes tied, which I think is super cool, but it doesn't mean other methods can't be good for you. If you or somebody who remembers to take a pill every day or change out your ring or, you know, that kind of mm. thing. So it's just figuring out what works and you can trial and error. You know, you might find one thing works or again, just because it works for your best friend doesn't mean it's not work for you and vice versa. So it like, sometimes it can take a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just being informed going into it can be helpful to kind of guide the discussion. And I, what I think too is like if you're somewhere where you can't access care, what well, can you get mailed to you? Like I love mm-hmm. mail order birth control. It's legit, it's safe. There's tons of options right now in the United States. Um, and there's good screening. It's not like you just like order this random stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. good screening methods to make sure that it's safe for you. So mm-hmm. I think it's another awesome option that was not around when I started and I had to go to that county clinic and like take the bag and like be all ashamed, yeah. which I should not have been, but that right. was back
0: in the 1900s. Are there negative side effects worth considering when you are picking a birth control?
2: Totally. Yeah, totally. And so I think, um, you know, it's, it's important to say, what am I concerned about? And then what's most likely? So what do we always think about? right? I think one of the biggest ones is weight gain. And I don't think that's vain. I think it's totally fine to think about that. And I think it's really important to know that the only birth control method that has been scientifically linked with weight gain is the Depo-Provera shot. Um, and it's not in everybody. And it's usually in the first few months. So if you've been using it for a while and you're good, then you're good to go. And we think it's through how it changes your appetite, not how like your body holds on to calories. So if you can be in charge of what you eat and make good choices, then you should be good to go. That said, I know there are people who are like, I don't care what you say about the science. Nothing changed. I started, let's say on the pill and three months later I gained 30 pounds. Well, then I'm just going to listen to you and be like, okay, we should switch something up, you know, but So I can tell you what the science shows and what the data shows, but if you yourself have an issue and something doesn't work, then we should try something else. It shouldn't just be like, well, deal with it. I'm not going to change it because I'm going to hold your birth control hostage. Another reason that male order birth control is awesome. Um, Then, yeah, I think that when we think as physicians about, you know, side effects that we think about the bad things. So for us, the biggest thing when it comes to hormonal birth control are increased risk of blood clots and strokes. Um, And that's something that's very real And the conversation I have with people is let's check and see what could make you high risk or you shouldn't have something with estrogen in it because it's the estrogen that's the troublemaker. So if you've had blood clots before, certain kind of blood clots before, if you have a certain kind of migraine um, headache that can put you at an increased risk. If you are of a certain age and you smoke a certain amount or if you have a family history, those are things that would make us go, hmm, we should avoid estrogen in you. Um, But all told, even in people who have none of those issues, they could potentially still develop a blood clot. Those increases are pretty small and, once again, so much smaller than the risk that you'll get a blood clot when you are actually pregnant or postpartum. So it's all about understanding kind of the relative risk is what we say. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's one of the biggest ones that people worry about. Right. Um, So, yeah.
1: When we are going through our options, um, like how do we walk into that scenario? Because I know that trial and error can feel Mm -hmm. so intense. Like yeah. if, if you have an error with a trial, <laughs> it's either right. gaining 30 pounds, having mm-hmm. horrible periods, um, yeah. acne, like anything that just like yeah. feels like isn't you anymore. Mm-hmm. So how do we walk into this situation yeah.
2: without going through intense trial and error? You no, know, I think that's a great question. What I would say and how I approach it is I say, what's your biggest concern? Because then it's very different for different people. You know, if some people say I cannot handle having bleeding in between my periods like that will wreck their lives. It'll, it'll feel like they can't be spontaneous with sex. Then I automatically will say, okay, we are not talking about the arm implant because that's not going to work for you. Let's talk about something else. Or if somebody says, I'm really worried about waking, I'm not going to try depo. Um, if it's acne, I delve a little more into their history and I try to understand like is hormonal acne. Is it other things? Should we get a dermatologist on board with us? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really about identifying like, what are your biggest concerns and then narrowing it down from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I do tell people is that usually you do want to try to give it about three months, any method to like let your body adjust. But I also want people to know there's an out before them, knowing that maybe they would have done fine if they waited. But again, you're not going to force people to wait. Um, and to know that, you know, like I said, what's the number one thing you're concerned about? And then what's our what's our backup plan? If we're like, this is not working. OK, we're already going to know what we're going to try next. Um and I do think that remember that a lot of people when they're using birth control, when something's not working or that's what we tend to talk about more. It's like the same thing with birth horror stories, right? People just want to tell you like, my oh, vagina, fell laid open. Or, you know, like <laughs> I needed a like. But not, people are like, it was fine. You we know, heard a little bit. Like we tend to only hear the bad sides. And, and a lot of people are like, yeah, I started on the vaginal ring and I like it. Cool. You know, like nobody makes a TikTok about that. So I think mm-hmm. it's just important to like, level set and just know that it's not always like it's going to take six years before we find your method you know right Mm -hmm. I think that's important yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: wow I know there's so many things (laughs) are there any um like good doctor screening questions that should be
2: asked when you're considering Um, birth control okay, I love this question, and I hate this question, because in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, everybody's wonderful, you know, mm-hmm. everybody can talk to their doctor, everybody's doctor feels like a, you know, like a best friend, like, right. and I think that, um, I'm a realist, because I've gone to some of these asshole doctors, and I'm like, what do you say, yeah. like, do not talk to me like that, or, you know, and I know that they're out there, and it sucks, but I know that there's also so many amazing ones, so I think that, um, honestly, people are like, how do I find somebody who I know is gonna, like, be evidence-based or like not force me to like try this for six months or something. I really do think there's a huge benefit to word of mouth. Um, You know, who, who does your primary care doctor go to? Who does your best friend go to? Like that's how I feel like people find so many good people. But I'm going to tell you that my favorite little like secret trick is you call labor and delivery of your, the hospital in your area because those nurses see us, in our worst moments, like Mm 3am exhausted, stressed out, you know, like a baby's trying to, you know, whatever, like in emergencies, they see us at those moments. And so they know like, who's cool. Who can you talk to? Who talks to patients respectfully? Who's funny? Who's like relatable or who's like a (laughs) talk jerk. Cold call them and be like, I'm looking for a new OBGYN. And they'll be like, okay, honey, here's who you want to see. (laughs) Here's who you do not want to see. You know, they will tell. Mm-hmm. Ill, and I love it because I hear the phone calls sometimes and I just <laughs> laugh um so I think that's the top secret trick is like yeah. call your local labor and delivery and they will dish that's yeah. a hot <laughs> tip
1: that's a hot tip that's
2: like it a is. sneaky back door okay. yeah to the truth because totally. you want to why? because again I you know and, and I'm like I'm a doctor I'm not gonna put up with it you know idiots like I'm like because I know how bad some people can be I also know how amazing they can be and I have right. some amazing doctors And like I want that for everybody like I don't want to like gatekeep that so that's how you find them. <laughs> That's good.
1: That is really good. No,
2: because uh-huh. they
1: probably have like this much time for your phone call,
2: so it's like I'm going to tell you, you exactly where you need to go. Because you're not calling to be like I'm the seventh patient who's coming in tonight. Really. <laughs> <So> trust <laughs> Thank me, they God, are like, I could be done they with are you. You're yeah. like, <laughs> so thrilled, absolutely. And I do want to say, let's say you, you know, you see somebody or you know whatever. If they suck, hire them. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't be like oh my god. Even if you're like switching to somebody else in the office. Like, we don't care. Like, it's we're busy. Trust me. And Or, you know, people should be with different personalities. Not everybody is for everybody. And so it's fine. It's like dating. Do not, mm-hmm. do, not do pity dates. Don't do pity doctor visits. Like, it's your vagina. It's your uterus. You get to decide who helps mm-hmm. take care of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like somebody's not listening, I also love feedback. And even if you're, like, too afraid to, like, say to the doctor, like, I don't like how this went down. Like, you can always send a letter. There's an office manager. Like, um, I think feedback is great. <laughs> I'm terrified of feedback, <laughs> yeah. but I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. And I
1: was like, um,
2: reason number seven why I will love
1: you. Yes. <laughs> but that's so true I do think about that like even if my doctor's just busy and so I go to a different doctor I feel so guilty and I hope I can sneak into the mm-hmm. office before they come out it's like I promise I don't hate you okay bye <laughs> it's like I actually
0: love you please yeah. don't <laughs> please don't quit that's on it. me yeah please
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't quit on no. me no and
2: I think it's it's so hard right like if an office if you can only get in like they're like okay we'll see you in February and it's like July, you're like, that's not going to work for me. I have a yeast infection um, now. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, too, if your doctors try to withhold birth control, because there's a huge misconception that you need a pelvic exam or you need a pap smear to start birth control. Mm. you do not, I mean, unless, like, literally replacing an IUD, like, yeah, we need to do it. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, and this is, again, why mail-order birth control is amazing, because I've heard from so many people on TikTok who were like, yeah, my doctor said I have to come in, or they'll only write them for six months or a year. They won't refill the prescription until they come in. And then you can't get in for three months, and then you're knocked up, and you're coming in for a prenatal visit, which you don't want to have to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, there's screening we should do, you know, in the perfect world, but even the American College of OBGYN says you don't need a pelvic exam unless you're having issues to start or continue birth control. And if your doctor is being an ass about it, well, that's why mail order birth control is so great. So, so many reasons. There's so many workarounds, and I'm hoping that physicians and healthcare providers, as they're seeing this, it's not... replace them but it's an access Mm -hmm. issue and um I'm hoping that one day and I think one day soon we'll get birth control over the counter too some forms of it because it's you you know Tylenol sends more people to the emergency room than birth control does but you can imagine politically why that will take a while but right I hope we get there so scares me wow Wow. oh those are great imagine just going to CVS and you're like ding you know like
1: that would be so nice yeah, That would, and in some states really right now they changing.
2: have pharmacists prescribed um like where i am in oregon colorado where the pharmacist can like write the prescription and give it to you which again same amount of screening super safe we've studied it um there's no increased risk of you know any bad side effects when we do it that way we need to break down barriers because if we want people to really feel that they can have the birth control that they need we need to inform them correctly we need to make sure they're getting good counseling um, and then we need to make sure that there's access there because people need to take control now more than ever.
1: I did not know that you could do that, or that pharmacists can do that. Yeah.
2: And well, here's the fun thing: it's only in some states, and yeah. <laughs> um, and not all pharmacists know this, even in oh. those states. So that's a. Yeah, well, a there's topic. a hurt. <laughs> you <laughs> just walk in. No, you can. You can write that I for promise. me. I yeah. promise. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Google like, it. No, honey, we
2: only do Viagra. We don't
0: do <laughs> I can give you Viagra. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Take what I can get, I guess. Thank you. I'll also take some salami and bread.
0: Yeah.
1: bread <laughs> While I'm here. <laughs> While I'm here.
2: Okay. I'm just going to go pre-bleed in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. That's what the bread's for. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> salami <laughs> while i
2: wait See, we've now we've now tipped over into my youtube of like things not to put in your vagina and definitely yeah. like a baguette would be one of them like, yeah
0: baguette.
2: that wouldn't be very Ew. soft either
0: <laughs> gross <laughs>
1: Fuck. Well, uh, do we want to um hit the last one too yeah i guess we I, could just yeah. start there like things to yeah. have in your bathroom um if maybe your birth control fails or you're not on it. Um, and you find yourself in a bit of a predicament where you want plan B or you want, I think you, Ella, is that another one yeah, you mentioned? Yeah. Cause um, you're in a
2: pickle cause of a pickle. Right. So yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> cause I remember like I took it at 16 because uh-huh. I didn't understand how to use plan B. And I thought that my own like wetness was him coming, like breaking through uh-huh. the condom and getting <laughs> oh. me pregnant.
2: Got our plan B right here. Oh, wow. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I was just in Texas and I was like, hey, what do you guys think this is? Right.
1: Um, <laughs> what do you know, think right? this is? I didn't know. Yeah. And like, and yeah. I just took this, I feel like pretty serious of a pill, not yeah. knowing what it was doing other than like, can't be pregnant now. Mm-hmm. And right, then right. Yeah. I have no idea what, what it is is. is.
2: is that taking, so, emergency contraception is the overarching term. And there's three different kinds. There's the copper IUD, which is actually the best kind, but we won't talk a whole lot about that right now. But it's really when people think of Plan B, which has a bunch of mm-hmm. generics, right? Like My Way or the Highway, I don't know if it's <laughs> My Way or One Choice or whatever. Uh-huh. And then Ella. And the good news is that both of them are really super safe medications, and there's like no medical reason you can't take them. So it's not like taking them, you know, like oh my gosh, you could've had a stroke or something like that. And also, none of them like, will harm you, mess up your body, that kind of thing. So they're pretty safe. And, yeah, I tell people they're a plan B if your plan A messed up or you didn't have one, and they work by delaying ovulation. So if you've already released an egg, like, I'm sorry, it's too late. But they delay ovulation. The sooner you take it, the better. Um, Plan B is over-the-counter. There's no age restriction. There's no gender restriction, so anybody can get it. Unfortunately, in some pharmacies, they're behind the counter, so there's that shame factor of, like, you know, I hate that. They should just be, like. For the Tic Tacs, quite frankly, right? Um, but whatever. But you can get the mail order. So again, I love that. <laughs> and um, a lot of companies, mail order birth control companies, when you get birth control from them, they will put in free Plan B, which I love wow. that. Oh, love it.
0: What a treat! And yeah. you can have
2: both this, or you can you can get the other one Ella, which is prescription only, but you can get it mail order. Have it ahead of time. Have it filled. Have it in your medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm lasts for a year or two and if you don't need it then maybe a friend does and really because time is of the essence and it's always like 2 a.m on a Saturday night and if you're waiting you want to get LO which works better it works at higher weights it works longer if you want to get that you're gonna have to wait to call your doctor and get a prescription and blah 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 so have it ahead of time Mm -hmm. and know that it doesn't cause an abortion if you're already pregnant it's not going to do anything to a pregnancy whether or not you would want it to it doesn't matter it's Mm going to Um, so I think it's great, especially if you're using some of these less reliable methods, like the withdrawal method or condoms or, um, you know, the rhythm method or fertility awareness. And you're like, not so great at it. Mm -hmm. Um, totally have one, have one in like every drawer of the house, quite Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) frankly, love them. And there's no, um, you can take, there's no risk in taking them too often. If you find yourself taking them all the time, like, yes, they don't work as well. You should get a plan. A, but just know that like. Another thing I've seen on TikTok is like, oh, it doesn't, it works less well, the more you take it, like totally false, complete lie. Oh,
0: um, I have two questions. One, how long do you have to take it? Like Mm -hmm. I know sooner the better, but how long do you have? And then I know you mentioned weight limits. What are those? And if you are over the weight limit, do you have any other options? Yeah,
2: totally. So with plan B or the generics you have, um, 3 days or 72 hours but with ella you, which is the generic name is called ulapristal acetate that's why we say ella Ooh, I get it <laughs> you have 5 days or 120 hours um okay. so you know both both are great but if you're if you're longer and then yeah the weight thing is is a huge issue so with plan b it probably is it's less effective above about 155
1: 160 um less pounds. effective
2: I know. Yeah. And a study just came out looking at double dosing it, thinking that that would work if people took two. And unfortunately there was no difference with two and weight is not the best thing, right? Cause you can be 165 pounds and be like solid muscle or you can not be. And the reason that matters is because it has to do with how the drug is distributed in your fat cells. So weight is like a guesstimate for how well it will work. But um, so if you're over that, Ella is better. But once you're over about 190 pounds, Ella is less effective too. And across all weights, the copper IUD is the most effective um, and weight does not affect it. So also important to like take into account where you might fall in that spectrum, um, which one you might want to have in your, in your medicine cabinet. But yeah, I know it's good yeah.
1: Lord. I was I like, know. in my, like before I went through puberty and I was running and doing soccer every single day, I was already at like 140 and that was at... Right. 16 right that is so unfair i had no idea that there was a weight limit to plan b and how small it was i know
2: i know and i mean they are they're working on, like they're studying it they're trying to better you know figure out better drugs and and Mm -hmm. better doses um Mm -hmm. but yeah and that's why so if you are like like you don't want to be pregnant um honestly the copper iud is the best one it's like a less than a half a percent even a little less than a failure rate and you have a plan A moving forward, but that assumes that you can get in, you can be seen, you want that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just to throw this in here, I know we're not talking about this, but I think of an important distinction between medication abortion pills, there's no change in efficacy with weight. So I think that can be reassuring that, you know, your weight doesn't affect all medications um, and their dosing, if that makes sense.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm about to ask a really big question and maybe this is a different episode,
2: but Uh just
0: in terms of like, I'm realizing what types of abortions are there? Like, how does an abortion happen? I've never personally had one, but I would really like to know for if I ever do. (laughs) Yeah,
2: no, I do. I think that is like you said, a whole episode, but the quick answer is there's two ways there's medications that you can take or surgeries or procedures that you can have to empty the uterus. And as you know, we are in a world right now where it's hard for some people to access both of those. And so the nice thing about medication abortions is that they can be done in your own home. You can get them mailed to you. You can actually get them in all 50 states, um, even in the ones where they're um, not technically allowed through mail forwarding or through getting them from an international prescription. Um, and if anybody's interested, I found it, a website where you can figure that stuff out called threeforfreedom.com, all spelled out. And that's actually a hub where you can get mail-order birth control, emergency contraception, and medication abortion pills. And I'm not making any money off of it or not selling anything. It's just like a a hub, a directory. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are FDA-approved. Medication abortion pills are FDA-approved up to 10 weeks. And it's a combination of two different medicines, one that stops the pregnancy from growing, the other one that causes the uterus to contract. Um, Super successful, super effective, up to 10 weeks. And even beyond that, you just might need extra doses. And then the surgical methods um, require you to go in you know, and to have a, have a visit. And so, for some people who are in states where they have to travel, they just can't access that. Mm-hmm. And it's a real problem. But if you want to know what you have access to, um, again, 3forfreedom.com can get you that information and also abortionfinder.com. And if you want to know, different information. Um, safe to choose is another great website that talks all about like, what is it? How does it work? What are the side effects? What to expect? Because uh, I think it's important to to know, again, where you can get safe and like legit information, not coercive or, mm-hmm. you know, information with an agenda. So.
1: Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for touching on the more mm-hmm. uh, intense mm-hmm. <laughs> aspect of it. Oh. I would love to do its own, its own justice with like those topics as well. Mm And in in a different episode, but I do think it's important to couple it with birth control because, Mm -hmm. you know, like we say, if birth control isn't always effective, there needs to be plan B's literally. So yeah, totally. Oh, mind blown this episode. Good Lord. Uh,
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. Where can our Mm -hmm. listeners continue connecting with you after this episode? I know you've named some different places,
2: Yeah, so I'm on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok at Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, Dr. Jennifer Lincoln. And um, you can also um, sign up for my my website, drjenniferlincoln.com. You can sign up for my mailing list there. I'm also going to start putting out a podcast in the next few weeks or months or so. So just because, like, there's not enough to do in the world it's still it's still in the you know gestating phases the pregnancy and I haven't birthed it yet so
1: that's so exciting congrats it'll oh, be amazing thanks yes. I was gonna the only phrase that came into my head was fully torqued and that is nothing to do with this episode the
0: shock on your face I that I saw your brows furrow like come together and then release as that came across your mind I, I watched that happen
1: well i I felt bad. I was like, "This is my time. This is right when I start talking. Uh I open up the ender, and uh, (laughs) sounds like I'm about to do something dirty." (laughs) You close her out. And I felt disappointed, like I was gonna let you down, because that had nothing to do with this episode. I that would never let me down.
0: (laughs) Anything you say with enthusiasm would never let me down.
1: (sighs) I love to hear it. Well, I'm fully torqued for (laughs) Doctor Lincoln. Torqued or torqued? Torqued. What is torque? What is it again? Torque. I know that people use that to describe a boner.
0: I'm fully torqued. Really? Yeah. Who's using that with you? Because if your boyfriend is saying that, <laughs> find a new one. I'm fully torqued for you, babe. I'm torqued. Okay, fully torqued. Let's go. Let's go. Hop on. Before I'm torqued. I lose it. <laughs>
1: what I was saying is I'm torqued. I'm fully torqued for okay. Dr. Lincoln. And thank you so much for being here today to talk about birth control, get us informed, debunk mm-hmm. the shit ton of myths that yeah. have been weighing the world down. <laughs> basically and my pussy and my pussy <laughs> and thank you to our listeners for tuning
0: in yeah and don't forget to do our little giveaway fed cider yes share this episode on instagram mm-hmm. tag us let um, us let you <laughs> be a part of this. in us <laughs> i feel like that's a great ask for this episode yeah. so we'll ask no more of you than mm-hmm. to help yourselves yeah. get this sick ass swag from pet Sider. <laughs> it's like wine glasses t-shirts a hat it's everything you would ever need Every actually need. and a pin cool yeah all right sorry if i ruined the surprise <laughs> i don't know if you're going for a surprise, a surprise. I don't- you don't know what it looks like
1: You actually have no idea what it looks like. Let us let you have fun and go enter the giveaway. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye